now tuned in to the Meesey Muse Unplugged, a pop-up podcast variety show helping consultants along their journey to greatness with your host, management consultant, author, and blogger, Christy Lindor. Getters, welcome to the Meesey Muse Unplugged podcast show. For today's episode, this is actually episode 17, our second edition of the Welcome Back to Campus series. Super excited to have a conversation about internships to offer. Uh, so for today, what we're going to do, we're going to actually kick off the episode with a Crossroads interview. For those that are new to the show, Crossroads are when we have an opportunity to connect with a person that's going in or out of consulting, and we talk a little bit about their journey and, and, and kind of what, what they're, where they're headed. Today, as I mentioned, it is the intern edition, so we had a chance to connect with Brianna. A little bit about Brianna. She's currently finishing up her last year at Seton Hall University. She uh, did two-year, she did a two-year uh, internship that ultimately landed to her uh, getting a full-time offer, which is awesome. On uh, today's Crossroads, she's gonna talk about her journey and some of the tips and, 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 and techniques that she used um, to uh, you know, kind of first secure the, the, the internship, be invited back for a second year, which ultimately led, uh, led to her offer. So we'll, we'll, we'll get a chance to connect with Brianna uh, really great conversation. We'll also have an opportunity uh, in, in today's career dilemma. I actually had a chance to talk with an intern that did not get an offer extended. And we want to kind of give a little bit of guidance. So Brianna and I are going to talk a little bit about what that person should consider moving forward. And Lastly, we're also going to do, uh, I'm going to do like a Misi mentoring moment. Um, I want to give some kind of some round out some additional thoughts uh, based on the conversation that Brianna and I have and give you, uh, my go-getters, ideas and tips on, you know, what you should consider not only to secure an internship, but also what are really, what are really the, the things that matter in an internship, I think sometimes there's kind of different perceptions out there. I want to kind of talk a little bit about that and, you know, really, you know, figure out how to prepare for internships. So with that, let's get started. Thank you, Brianna, for taking time to join us on the Misty Muse Unplugged. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm so excited. This is like my first podcast ever, so I was a little bit nervous at first, but I'm definitely excited to be, you know, giving in some advice and sharing my story. Oh, you're going to be fabulous. You're a go-getter. If you're being interviewed for a podcast, you are a go-getter. So nothing to be nothing to be nervous about. But actually, so I guess before we get started with today's interview, if you want to take a moment to introduce yourself to the go-getters of the Missy News Unplugged. Yeah, sure. Okay. So right now I'm going into my senior year. Um, I'm attending Seton Hall University. I'm majoring in accounting and information systems. Um, but I'm also doing a dual degree. So I'll be also getting a master's in professional accounting. I actually interned last summer at one of the big four, and I was fortunate enough to be offered another internship this past summer. And then at the end of that summer, I was lucky enough to actually get a full-time offer. So I'm super excited to start that at the end of, you know, college and everything. And just kind of, you know, it's good to just have something secured in secured in. So yeah, that's just a little bit about my work experience. I had two um, summer internships pretty much. Um, and I 
I'm basically finishing my last year of school now. Awesome. Awesome. So congratulations on getting your offer. I, like, how did you feel, you know, the, the moment that you got it? Like, did you, did, did they give you hints that you were going to get the offer or did they like leave you in the dark? Give us a little bit of like when you first found out. Yeah. So I guess they kind of give you hints, your team, like will kind of hint here and there like, Oh, like next summer or when you're here again next summer or things like that. But I mean, you never really know. I've heard people who've had like amazing feedback throughout their internships and have not received offers just because it's so some places are so competitive but definitely even though I was getting that positive feedback I wasn't you know certain of it so when I got the offer I was definitely like jumping up and down so excited because it's obviously so amazing to have something secured before you're even done with school because you just you know that's like the scary part just not knowing what comes what comes next. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, it's interesting, Brianna, I didn't realize that you were in a dual program. So you're going to be finished. So you're, you're, have you already finished up your undergrad and like, this is going to be like your, your master's year. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about the program you're, you're currently in. Yes. Initially I was going to do my four years undergrad and then a fifth year for my master's. But I remember uh, last, last year, actually I was spoke with my advisor and he said, you know, you can do it in four years. Basically, what happened is your last senior year, you would do the first, your first semester would be split between half undergrad classes, half graduate, and then your final semester would just be all graduate. So he said, you know, that, he said you could do that route, that would save you a little bit of money, a little bit of time, but you're going to have to continue with the 18 credits. So it's definitely a sacrifice, I guess. But in the long run, I mean, it's up to you if, if you want to go the route of, kind of getting it all done really fast or if you want to take your time I know people who have done it in five years and the outcome is just as great so it's just a matter of preference but yeah doing it in four years for me was definitely like I wanted to just be out in the working world and getting my you know connections out there and things like that so for me that's just kind of what worked for me yeah it's a great hack four years bachelor's master's job offer done (laughs) I love it (laughs) Love it. So, so maybe you can share with with the go getters. Maybe you can share some co- couple of moments you had when you think about you know the internship experiences that you've had. You know, for the last two years or so. Maybe maybe start off like you know start this conversation like how did you get started? Like what made you decide to apply? You know, for the internship programs. Like how did you find out about them? And maybe like help you know for some you know listeners out there that. Maybe, you know, they're in their junior year and they're thinking about, you know, kind of going down the path that you've already gone through. Maybe share a little bit about like how you got started and and what piqued your interest. It's actually a pretty funny story because my sophomore year is actually when I heard about the first internship with one of the big four that I um, applied for. I actually was in the career center, not even looking to, you know, find an internship. I was only a sophomore, so I kind of had the mindset where, oh, I'll wait till junior year. It's really no rush. And at the same time, I had, I wasn't aware that all the deadlines had, are usually in the fall. So I kind of like missed those deadlines. So I really just was like, not even considering a summer internship. So I remember I was in the career center one day and I'm working on my resume and my career advisor says, you know, have you applied anywhere? And I said, no, I actually, you know, I missed all the deadlines, but you know, I just plan on working this summer and then I look for an internship next summer. She said, well, we got an email today from this company. They're doing an internship. It's actually targeted for, you know, sophomores, juniors, and up. Would you want to apply? I said, so I said, when is the deadline? And she goes, you know, the deadline's today. And I said, oh, okay, well, 
I mean, I had nothing to lose. So I said, all right, you know, even though it's a rush, like, you never know. So I applied. Um, that's actually how I got the internship. And I think like a month later, I got the call. I went in for an in- for the interview. And then they called me the next day and they said, okay, we'd like to offer you the internship. So definitely it was a spur of the moment kind of thing. I, I You know, they always say like when you're not looking for something, it kind of falls in your lap. That was kind of the case for me. But I'm definitely so grateful that I did, you know, apply that day because I was offered an internship for the next summer. I fell in love with the people there, the culture, and now I'll be working there full time the coming year. So, yeah, that, that sounds like it honestly sounds like it was truly meant to be. Yeah. And it's it's so funny how when something is truly meant to be yours, how how like easy things fall into place, whether you realize it or not. I, I find that's that's just life. It feels like it feels like things. I don't know. I don't know about you, Brianna, but for me, when there's certain things that I'm trying to do. And they're just so hard. And then the things that I don't want, I'm like, eh, it's okay. And then it's like yeah, so yeah. easy. <laughs> so, I don't know why life Same. is like that, but that's great. That's great. So, you know, when you talked about doing the internship and you went in for an interview, tell us a little bit about the interview process. Like what type of interviews did you have? Was it like one? Was it with a group or share a little bit about like your, your recruitment experience? Okay. Yeah. So when I went for my interview for the internship two summers ago, it was relatively the same as the one I went for last summer, a little bit more informal. So I kind of wasn't expecting it. It was a pleasant surprise, I'd say, because I was expecting kind of a panel of people and those kinds of questions back and forth like that. But it was more informal. It was one-on-one. I went through three rounds, two being in the office and then one being a lunch kind of interview in that sense, kind of just getting to know who I who I was, you know, how I was in school, things like that. The in-office interviews were just as easygoing as the lunch, I'd say. They, of course, there aren't some behavioral questions here and there, but it was more of kind of, you know, getting to know me and my personality, just kind of to see if I'm a good fit for the company, if I fit in with the culture. And I guess that just comes more with, you know, the position you're applying for. I was applying for an internship, so I guess the the questions, of course, will vary more than if you're applying for a specific job. But um, definitely just an easygoing interview asking me about school, how do I balance school and work, things like that. So Okay, okay. And what advice would you give to, to someone that, you know, maybe, you know, preparing to go into some type of, you know, internship interview? Obviously, like, the summer's over now, but like, what, what advice would you give them in, in hindsight? I would say definitely don't try to, you know, find questions and memorize answers. I think my thing was what I kind of did, I was lucky enough to have a course for business writing where one of the things was we did a mock interview and that kind of set me up for that where the whole, you know, strategy was to just kind of know a bunch of questions and have like a key topic in mind where you can kind of tell a story in a sense, but definitely not to memorize anything. A lot of things is like I said, behavioral questions. So uh, tell us about a time when, you know, you were faced with a challenge. And so you have like, you know, a few pointers in your head about maybe two different types of stories that you could possibly come up with, but definitely like not to memorize and just, I guess, not be nervous. My first time around, I was obviously so nervous. It was a major company. And so I kind of was like psyching myself out a little bit. But once I met like the first interviewer and you realize like, you know, they're just kind of trying to get to know who you are. It's more of a conversation than anything. That's like how you kind of ease your nerves and like, I guess, yeah, just definitely don't memorize. (laughs) Yeah. And 
how about, you know, I, I, I hear sometimes from, from especially college students, they get nervous because they don't have a lot of experience, you know, to put on their resume. Like, what were some things you maybe, you know, used, you know, to, to create your resume when, you know, this is the first time, you know, really getting into like a major kind of corporation? Yeah, I guess the good thing about that is, especially when you're starting younger and in college, like, no one really expects you to have any, you know, crazy experience. What I was told, and I think it worked for me, was any job you have, even if you think it's, you know, okay, you worked at a summer camp, like, oh, who, like, how does that translate to someone entering, you know, an accounting firm or something like that? Everything translates in Mm -hmm. terms of the skills that you learn there. So it's kind of like wording things in your resume to transfer those skills in a way that you could use them in a more professional setting. So I know for me, um, I did a lot of retail work. And so just wording things like, I don't know, um, censoring merchandise to to reduce shrinkage or things like that. Just kind of those little wordings are what makes a real difference so that they see that you're working for a purpose. You're not just listing like, oh, I cleaned the bathroom. Just kind of things like that. It's all about the wording. And even things like, I know for me, I I um I was co-directing a youth group in my church and I didn't think that was relevant to put on my resume, but, you know, they asked me about that in my interview and it's just a talking point and it also brings out little things like how, you know, you show leadership and you're contributing to something that's like you're not getting paid for it. So they kind of see like, you know, you're charitable, you want to do things to help. You're not just like someone that is all about the grades. So just like showing that you have dimension to, you know, who you are. Hey, go-getters. Have feedback on today's show? Questions on consulting? Want to be a guest? We'd love to hear from you. Just drop us a line at mecmuseunplugged at gmail. That's mecmuseunplugged at gmail.com. You can also show us your support by downloading episodes, spreading the word to friends and family, or leaving us a review. Remember, Meesey Muse Unplugged is a pop-up podcast, which means we'll stick around as long as we continue to hear from you. Thank you for your support. Now back to today's show. Now that you, you know, once you kind of got like your your inter- internship in the bag, you're two years in now, you've, you've done a couple of years, maybe, maybe share some moments with us. I'd love to hear like a defining moment, you know, in your internship where you like, it was like a big aha moment where you learned something that you realized was going to be important for your career. And then on the flip side, if you can also maybe share like, what was a challenging moment that you, you kind of wasn't expecting and how you overcame them? For a defining moment, I guess we'll start with the good. <laughs> I definitely say it was the day that they, my, my team that I was working with actually allowed me to sit in on a client meeting. As an intern, I guess, I mean, you take what you can get, especially during the summer. I'd say there's not, it's not as busy. So I would say like the staff alone don't really have too much work, but so you take what you can get. And so the day that they asked me to sit on a client meeting, I was in shock. Of course, I, I remember I was in the office, so I had to actually travel out there, but it was something that I was so excited to do. And I learned so much just by sitting in, you obviously are not, you know, talking and contributing in that way, but you're sitting in and you're absorbing the information and you get to see, you know, how is it that this company interacts with the client? You know, what, what are the things that are discussed in these meetings? How is it that you're supposed to compose yourself around the client? And just things like that. And just hearing, you know, just discussions about 
what the client does it just helps you to gain a better understanding, I guess, in that sense. So definitely just, even though it was two meetings that I sat in, I, I learned so much in that, you know, how is it that these things even take place? And it's all about the communication between the company and the client. That, that is a valuable experience for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then for a challenging moment, I'd say it was definitely the first few weeks just kind of adjusting back from, you know, classroom setting to a working world. I think the hardest thing at first was kind of getting to understand what the client did and like their structure in terms of their controls, their processes and things like that. And kind of transitioning from more of a black and white kind of thing where, you know, you're in school, you you know the material you have to study, you take the test and that's that. But in the real world, it's not really like that. You kind of have to, you know, think critically and think outside the box. So I remember one of the first things that they assigned me was performing walkthroughs. And so that involves, you know, taking a sample, looking at the controls for that sample and things like that and kind of piecing together support that the client sends out. And so for me, I was totally just lost at first. And I was like scared to ask questions because I didn't want to seem like I didn't know what I was doing. But at the same time, I guess like the important thing there is to realize they don't expect you to know anything. So for me, I had to, you know, figure out that it's okay to ask questions. And from there, kind of, okay, now when I'm asking these questions, how do I translate that, think outside the box for myself and figure this out on my own? That was definitely the toughest part at first. Definitely, definitely. So with that, I actually have one last question before we pivot. And I want to talk to you about the, the, the intern dilemma that I, I've been shared with. But what tips or advice, you know, now that you're sitting on the other side of, of the house with an offer, which is fabulous, like what advice would you give other college students that are looking to not only gain internship experience, but hoping to really convert that into a, a into an offer. Like, what advice would you give them? Um, I would say the main thing is, I know it sounds a little bit cliche because I've heard this so much, but um, definitely just being open. It's like the biggest thing out there. It's it's such a general thing to say, but being open not only does it open so many doors for like new experiences and things like that, but it just like at this age we're like sponges, we're absorbing everything, and so kind of being closed-minded and turning things down just because you think you may know how it's going to be, but you don't really know. That's like not the way to go. So definitely just being open and kind of jumping at anything you can get. And definitely I'd say being positive, like no matter what you have going on at home or at school, like when you're there to work, just kind of be positive, especially at this stage when, you know, we're just starting out. People, you know, they're not going to want to work with someone who's negative and like, it's understandable that you're going to have some off days, but just overall having a smile on your face because you want to be approachable. That way you get the work, you get things, you know, you get new tasks to do, and then that's how you learn more. And it's just the cycle continues. And so definitely being open and being positive. Great advice. Great advice. So, so with that, thank you for, for answering those questions. With that, I'm actually going to pivot slightly. I, I mentioned, I, this is actually not an email. It was a conversation I was having with somebody in the last couple of days where they were really bummed out, you know, this individual, she didn't get an offer. So you were very lucky, Brianna, but she didn't get, she, you know, she actually did a couple years internship as well. And she did not get an offer. And she was pretty bummed about that. And, you know, I had some, you know, kind of words of encouragement for her, things to consider. But, you know, 
given kind of where you are now, I know you talked about being open and being a sponge and, and being positive, you know, for someone who's, who's kind of sitting on the other side of the fence, like what type of advice would you give them now knowing, knowing what you know? I would definitely say, of course, don't give up. I feel like life happens. Life is just really funny in itself in that what's meant to be is meant to be. And so maybe that job wasn't the right job for this particular person. Definitely just keep looking, you know, don't give up. Use the free time wisely, whether it's, you know, looking for a different internship or, you know, studying for be it like an exam that you have for certification or things like that. Even going out there and getting a certificate in something, just things to help boost you up. That way, you know, it's even harder for people to turn you down. But sometimes I know a friend of mine who this amazing company in the financial industry, she, you know, she didn't get the offer, but that's not to say that she wasn't qualified or things like that. It's just to say, you know, it didn't add up or at the specific time in that person's life. So I definitely just say, yeah, don't give up. Keep pushing through. What's meant to be will be. And, you know, look for something else because there's always something out there. And obviously, if you were given these, you know, opportunity for two different internships, you're an amazing individual and you have that good work experience. So use that to, you know, push through and find something new. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's actually a little bit of the the advice that I, I gave her as well. A couple other things that, you know, and I talked I talked to her about it's kind of a line along the lines you were just saying, Brianna, you know, really that this could be a blessing in disguise. I, I actually had a colleague of mine that fell into consulting. Um, I'm actually trying to get him to to interview um for the show. We our schedules haven't connected yet with, but he fell into consulting because he had an internship at another company and they, you know, they had declined the offer and that was through that process was how he was ending up, you know, he ended up getting an offer and really loving, like, he was like, he thought the other role was going to be great. He's like, this is actually even better. So it, you know, it goes back to the point you just said it, I think it, it could be a blessing in disguise for sure. So, you know, for any of my go-getters out there that you just finished an internship, didn't get the offer, you know, I, I, I like to focus on what I do have. Right. And so, you know, now you can take a step back. There's something you can add to your resume. You know, you've got this amazing experience, you know, make sure to stay connected with those people. Really be grateful, be, be really grateful because there's nothing like experience in this world. Like experience, experience to me is your currency to anything you want to do. Right. It's experience and relationships. So the fact that you had an opportunity to, to kind of grow both is an amazing opportunity to consider that, you know, consider that you're walking away, you're adding something really substantial, make sure you stay connected with those people, whether they're through LinkedIn, you know, let them know what's happening and things change. The tide changes a lot. So even people, you know, people that didn't get an offer, like you may, you never know, six months down the line, you may end up reapplying or they may reach back out. If you stay connected, you you know, as Brianna said, be positive and, and be open. You never know what what's kind of coming around the bend, you know. So for those, you know, that like like you know the individual I was speaking to, you know, stick it stick it out. It, you'll be fine, you know. Just 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 really think about the the amazing experiences you did have and the connections you made, and and if that in itself is priceless. Brianna, if you've got anything else you want to add to that? Oh yeah, I agree with everything you said. Definitely. Just I mean, at this age, is 
you call them go-getters. That's like what everyone at this stage in their life should be, you know, trying to, you know, push forward, find any opportunity out there that's going to help them as an individual. I know that's like what I did. And I mean, I was fortunate enough to, like I said, I applied at the last minute and I fell in love with the company. For some people, it's not how it turns out. But, you know, we're young. We get to move around and that's the beauty of life. So, right. Well, I know you're going to have a fabulous year. I mean, what what an amazing feeling, like walking back into your last year with your job. So so quick sidebar, I actually got my, my first consulting like career role. I got it. Like, I think it was like, I want to say it was like in October. Yeah. So I started, so September, the start of the school year, October, I got my job offer and I was graduating in May. So I had like super major like senioritis. So I I would say like, you know, in hindsight, maybe I, you know, I I think I could have used that time a little better because I think I was just so excited. I got my offer. I was just kind of like, oh, like whatever. But I think, I think it's a good time to really like, really kind of get ready, right? Like whatever get ready means for you. It means for your family. It means in terms of like wrapping up certain things, whether it's academic or if it's, you know, just whatever that means for you, I would say use the time wisely. You know, I think I, I personally stepped out of, out of senioritis, like I think two weeks before I graduated, <laughs> I snapped out. Cause I was like, like what'd you say? I said, that's not too bad. Some people snap out like the summer before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh my gosh, I got to get it together. Like I have to be an adult now. But yeah, I would say definitely like use this time and, and really kind of, you know, continue to, to prepare. And, you know, just as I mentioned with the, even the person that you know, didn't get the offer, just like you, you got your offer, but stay connected with everyone you've met and over the next year, and you'll, you'll walk in with, with a ready-made kind of, you know, network and brand. And, and I wish you the best, Brianna. I, I think you're going to do great things. Hope you enjoyed the conversation I had with Brianna. Wanted to round out some additional thoughts. So this is going to be a quick Nisi mentoring moment. As I said at the top of the episode, I want to kind of round out some thoughts on, one, how to start to prepare for internships. And now is the time. You know, it's the end of September. This is the perfect time. Go-getters, if you're thinking about interning at a consulting firm, want to talk about kind of how to prepare, how to land um, land a role. And two, I, I also want to kind of talk about what are some things to do once you have arrived at a firm and make the best of that internship and how you can potentially turn an internship to, to an offer in the future. So starting with kind of how to find internships, I think, you know, the, the, the easy answer, right, is, you know, to really leverage your career center. So now's a really great time to start to, you know, really kind of update your resume, making sure that you have a really great cover letter. Um, I, I think you start to kind of, you know, put that together really well. Don't, don't, you know, no, don't neglect any experiences you have on campus and leadership positions. If you've done volunteer work, I think sometimes I've heard from, um, you know, folks in college, they feel like they don't have enough on their resume. I think that's fine. You know, firms know that you are just starting out in your career and they know that you're in school. So I don't think, you know, firms are really seeking for you to have like a lot of, you know, really kind of work experience, but you should have some sort of experience um, to really demonstrate your ability to, to think strategically, that really demonstrate your leadership position, to demonstrate your, you know, you know your motivation and your drive and, and 
perseverance. So think about what are some, you know, situations where you have that and round that out in your, your, your cover letter and your resume. Connect with your, your career center for sure. Find out what opportunities that they may be privy to. Firms are typically starting to do their, their recruiting now. This is actually the, the season for it. So definitely check out what you can find in your career center. On another note, you know, connect with your, you know, if you're part of, you know, any student union or any type of kind of student organization, connect with them as well. You'd be very surprised how, you know, if, if you're connected in a specific kind of a, a Greek organization, if you're connected to any type of kind of professional association that may have a student chapter, those are definite opportunities and outlets as well for you to, to figure out like how to, how to land one and your your own connection so you know look at your 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 classmates your own peer you know you're looking talk to people that you your parents may know check out who you may be connected to on linkedin or facebook that may have an into these organizations so i think it's just doing a little bit of research figuring out who you're connected to and don't be afraid to really kind of reach out and do kind of informational interviews and when i say informational interviews Really, that means, you know, you connect with someone that may work at a firm that you're interested in on LinkedIn. And especially if you're in college, I'm telling you, firms and, and, and especially seasoned consultants, they love speaking to college students. And so I'm definitely reach out to, to folks, you know, that you may have a second degree connection to that can give you a little bit more insights about their particular firm. So you want to try and kind of exhaust different options when it comes to landing a specific type of role. And another thing, go-getters, I want you to think about is if you're not able for whatever reason to land a specific consulting role at a consulting firm, don't underestimate the fact that organizations, any type of organization out there, they actually sometimes have rotational programs and they have like, you know, kind of an internal consulting function. And or you may be able to land, you know, like a finance internship or a marketing internship. Don't underestimate those experiences as well. And try again in the future, for whatever reason, you're not able to land it. Because as a consultant, it's always great to have kind of industry experience. And if you can do so in internships, you can always, you know, that you can use that leverage for future opportunity. So you want to start to kind of position yourself now. And my go-getters that are, you know, in their, their freshman or sophomore year, it's never too early to begin to kind of round that out. You know, maybe maybe too early for you to start to think about that. Um, but you want to kind of, you know, start as soon as possible, I'd say. So that, that's one thing around, you know, preparing and landing an internship. You know, I want to quickly talk about like how to make the best of a, a, an internship. So I'd say most of the, the larger firms, you know, they have a really rigorous kind of internship program because that's their way to vet their future talent. So chances are, if you, you know, if you go to like a, you know, one of the, the bigger firms, you may be able to have an opportunity to um, get exposure to client work, to help, you know, seasoned consulting teams solve, you know, cases or help them round out or, or implement a project, which is fantastic experience. As I was mentioning, you know, with, with my conversation with Rihanna, consulting internships are about experience and connections. I actually, I think I said that backwards. I, I really, I think, you know, if, if you're on an internship, your primary objective, honestly, is to connect. You know, that really is your, you know, you wanna make a first impression, a lasting impression that you have potential to perform. But it's really about the connections you make and the connections you take back with you and sustaining those connections throughout the year. 
I think that is really, really critical. And, you know, I've, I've heard sometimes heard some interns, you know, internships are kind of sometimes are hit or miss, right? Sometimes you land an amazing one and you get really great opera, you know, experience and you, you work with, you know, individuals that really know how to leverage an intern. And then sometimes not so much, you know, sometimes, you know, people don't, they don't, you know, really know how to really work with interns. And that's okay. I think it's, making the best of, of what you have. I've heard interns, you know, you know, really kind of complain sometimes about feeling like they didn't do enough or, you know, they were expecting a lot more than they did or they were doing kind of more admin work. Whatever you're, you're given, um, make the most of it, right? Make the most of that. And, and I think you want to make sure you walk away with some, some really good opportunities and networking with various different leaders, um, various different, you know, people that are in kind of the executive. I call it, there's kind of two sets. So there's the executive layer, which in most firms is kind of like your, your managers or senior managers or, you know, project leaders. Um, sometimes, you know, it depends on the firm, right? There's different titles, but kind of that, that layer, right? And then you have your senior executive layer, which is, you know, your your managing directors, your, you know, your partners, your principals, et cetera. So you want to make sure that you're making connections with those individuals where you can, um, because they, you know, you can kind of consider, you know, building that, continuing to build that and foster that relationship for future opportunities. But I think also, you know, connecting with, with your, you know, people that are just above you. So, you know, the, the consultant levels, the staff levels, analyst levels, or senior consultants. So, so you want to make sure that you connect with them as well, because they kind of have their ears to the ground and they can really help you and, and give you some additional insights that sometimes the executive or senior executive um, layers, they may, may be kind of far removed from. So, so don't lose sight of that. I think sometimes, I think I, one of my, my pet peeves personally is when I get a chance to connect with an intern and they may have been really impressive for that summer. And then like, I never hear from them again up until, you know, maybe they, they get another uh, internship sometimes, sometimes they don't, or they get an offer and then I kind of like run into them, you know, on, <laughs> on an elevator. And, you know, I think those are missed opportunities because, you know, I've, I've seen, I've, I've actually seen this, this actually even happened this summer. I actually seen a couple people. I'm like, man, like, I really, I really wish I kind of, you know, heard from them. I didn't know what happened to them. And I actually had projects. I know people who were looking for their skill sets and it's like, it was kind of missed opportunity. So you want to make sure, you know, if you make impressions, you know, you make connections with people, you really sustain those. You, you take those with you because that's really the point. You know, the point is to make those connections, to learn about the firm and learn about the culture and, you know, figure out if this is something you want to do moving forward. So with that, that actually wraps up today's Macy Mentoring Moment and wraps up our episode. I want to thank Brianna again for her time, had a really great conversation with her. And thank you, my go-getters, for tuning in today. This is Christy Lindor signing out for the Macy Muse Unplugged pop-up podcast. Here's to your journey to greatness. Tune in every Friday for new episodes syndicated on iTunes, Google Play Music, and many more. Visit www.misimuse.com for more information.